Episode 15 of Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. Thank you for tuning in. Today will be a gangbuster day. We have Dr. Jerry Smith, who was my co-host for two years, returning today. We have Dr. William Wong, one of the best naturopathic physicians and one of the best enzyme people you're ever going to meet and, and just a fantastic person. Before I get on with the program, this program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice. It should not be treated as such. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. And we welcome you with an attitude of gratitude. And remember, life may not be the party we hope for. But while we are here, we might as well dance. Ladies and gentlemen, have an attitude of gratitude and get a good night's sleep. People that have uh, a gratitude in their attitude uh, are generally healthier. And wow, do we need to be healthy during this time. Before we get the show started... And you can see I'm talking a little faster because we have a lot to go through. Uh, I want to just give a shout out to all our first responders, all the police officers, the National Guard, the Army, the all our armed forces are, that are out there. And uh, National Guard, I, I really feel for you guys because some of you may have to go against your oath. Would you take an oath to, re- to uh, adhere to the Constitution? And I know some of you are asked to do some things that are... Uh, in my opinion, against the Constitution of this United States. So God bless you all. Thank you for being out there. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, this is going to be a gangbuster show. Uh, I'm going to review some of the things we've talked about uh, during the past five weeks about this coronavirus, COVID-19. Uh, going to uh, then go into some new things. We're going to the, Today, the show will really be and will epitomize the title, Unfiltered and Uncensored. Uh, I have re- 
restrained from anything political for a long time on this program. But with this shutdown of our economy and ruining this great nation, it has changed my attitude because we have to protect this country for our children, our grandchildren, and anybody coming after us. And what started this off for me was a letter that Dr. Jerry sent me. Dr. Jerry sent me a letter from AE Global Solutions with offices in St. Petersburg and Wilmington, Delaware. And I'll just go to, I will just read the first two paragraphs. I am writing to you once again to warn that the current solution of shutting down the world economy is far worse than the disease. My company developed a computer forecasting model that has picked every financial crash since 1987. All intelligence agencies are well aware of our existence. Our computer model has forecast wars and the political collapse of nations such as Russia in 1998. That forecast was even reported on by the London Financial Times prior to the event occurring. Listen closely. To be direct, our computer is showing that the economy remains closed beyond May 1st. We are looking at a global economic decline that will not bottom for 13 years until we reach 2032. There are people such as Bill Gates and Anthony Fauci who have been advocating an economic shutdown on newspapers, television shows around the world. I believe Gates is merely using this to further his theory on vaccines with any re- without any regard for the economic destruction these policies have caused, and Fauci is compromised by Gates' donation to all the health organizations. We're going to get into that a little bit. Okay, and maybe a lot, because it has a lot to do with where we are today. Uh, Going into an economic depression over something that has many facets beside the virus. And before I I give you some more introduction, I want to get Dr. Jerry in here, because uh, he is a bulldog on a leash, and I I got to control him. Dr. Jerry Smith, welcome back, my friend. Oh, thank you for inviting me. It's uh, my pleasure, and I'm glad I was able to light a fire under your backside to get uh, motivated again. <laughs> well, I, I I haven't been motivated. I've been talking about the immune system for four weeks and how important it is, and you know, <laughs> you caused an explosion, my friend. What happened and, to the uh, duck? <laughs> the duck. That, that, we're going to save that for Fauci and Gates. <laughs> you know, they, but look, I'm going to just have a, a, something I review with our listening audience on two occasions because we've been to this rodeo before, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, in 2005, we had the famous bird flu from Asia it was going to race across the globe and kill millions of innocent people. The news media claimed that a bird virus somehow jumped species and began infecting humans, and they dubbed it the looming pandemic, meaning it would eventually wreak havoc on people worldwide, killing millions and millions. Here's the part you may not know. The big drug companies then used the bird flu scare to convince our governments and those throughout Europe and America and Canada to stockpile millions and billions of dollars worth of worthless antiviral drug Tamiflu. We pay for that, ladies and gentlemen. It was our taxpayer money. Just about every available body, uh, bottle of this antiviral drug worldwide was sold. In the U.S. alone, a staggering $1.3 billion in taxpayer money was used to buy up a strategic reserve of Tamiflu. And throughout the world, government spent $9 billion of taxpayer money on the same drug. 
But guess what? As suddenly as that appeared, that bird flu disappeared. And guess what? We got stuck with holding the bag. Our governments got stuck. Okay, I should have answered that, and I didn't. I'm sorry about that. Let's see. Uh, is Dr. Bill? Dr. Will Wong? Was that you ringing in on Skype? I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll listen for that again. All right. So that may have been our, 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 our second co-host, but I think I pushed the wrong button. Let me go on while he's while waiting for them. Uh, so, so we had that 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 scare, and that we spent a lot of lot of money on that, and it went no place. Uh, except the the drug companies made a ton of money. Okay, and uh, I got a little bit off my my track here, ladies and gentlemen, but I'm back. And here's another quick example. How about the swine flu in 2009? The news media told us it was caused by a bird virus that mysteriously combined with a pig virus that then mutated to infect humans. At the time, the news media assured us that tens of thousands of people were already infected throughout the United States and millions would die. Everyone was urged to run out and get their flu shots quickly. Flu shots sold out. So did face masks. But Cheryl Atkinson, an investigative reporter, later said that it turned out that the health authorities hadn't even been checking sick people for the swine flu in the United States. Indeed, the CDC, the FDA, and other health authorities were simply attributing every single upper respiratory illness in the U.S. that year and calling it swine flu. So they could claim that it killed 22,000 Americans, when in reality they could not point to a single death from the actual swine flu. In reality, ladies and gentlemen, most of the deaths that year were from the normal flu, which the CDC admits kills 36,000 Americans a year virtually every year. And there's more examples, okay? Just six years ago, the Ebola panic, okay? No, nothing happened. Uh, we could go into that another time. And and the uh, the Zika, all these children were supposed to be born with small heads. Nothing happened. And now this year we have the coronavirus from bats, snakes, or mice, or what have you, from the wet market. So... Let me just uh, see if this is my friend, Dr. Will Wong. Dr. Will, is that you? Yes. Welcome uh, aboard, my friend. We are good. We're just getting started. Dr. Jerry's here. I was just giving a little synopsis of all these fake uh, epidemics and pandemics brought to us by uh, Dr. Fauci, the CDC and the World Health Organization. And uh, we're just, we're just getting this, this, this ball rolling. And I do have to, I take a minute and, 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 and offer my condolences to Eric Fiorella, your dear friend. Uh, he's well, in our you. prayers every day. And uh, I, uh, I, I could hear the, the uh, podcast you did with him. You could hear the passion in his voice. It was incredible. So, Dr. Will, God, yeah. you're, you're an incredible guy. I mean, here, here's one of our uh, also guests on this show. He's a, he's a naturopathic medicine uh, he's a World Sports Medicine Hall of Famer. Uh, he's certified sports medicine trainer. He has a he has the best supplements available. He he is the world, he is my expert on systemic enzyme therapy, having the best systemic enzymes. And over the last five weeks, I think I've been hammering into you to my audience about <laughs> this systemic enzyme message, how it can pierce this 
phospholipid coating of this virus. And I hope they all uh, got the message. So, Dr. Wong, uh, before we go on and before we bring Dr. Jerry back in, why don't you just tell our audience a little bit, bit about yourself? Because, uh, you, you know, you're a prolific writer. I, I have uh, often uh, compared you to, to Dr. Uh, uh, Pete, Ray Pete. And, oh, thank uh, you. Yeah, you're you're a little well, he's he, mine also. Every time I get a chance, I try to catch up on my reading with him. But, you know, we want to get into the politics of the uh, coronavirus. Uh, we want to talk a little bit about the WHO, uh, the CDC, and how the CDC is not uh, a, a government uh, or a uh, or agency and how it is privately run and privately funded. And uh, But first, let's tell our audience something about yourself and, and your uh, website, please. Uh, thank you. Well, uh, I'm a lowly, lowly naturopath <laughs> uh, who, who has, has, God has, I, I guess, gifted me with coming up with some really weird therapies and 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 and, and off the wall stuff, and it all worked. <laughs> so, uh, my, my, I, 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 I was absolutely blessed uh, meeting. Uh, my wife Michelle, in many ways, but uh, business-wise, because she is a business genius and she found a way of <clears throat> taking the stuff that I was that I was doing in in, in the in the hinterlands of Arizona, and and uh, uh, bringing it out to the public. So uh, for the last twenty years, I guess I've been the voice of systemic enzyme therapy in the United States. Uh, I was blessed to be working with the folks from Mucos Pharma uh, back in 99, and uh, they're the folks who, who uh, invented Wolbenzyme. Mucos Pharma was the first company to come out with a systemic enzyme product based on the research of Dr. Max Wolf, who was an MD, OBGYN with seven PhDs who did enzyme research out of Columbia between the 1930s to the 1970s, so 40 straight years. Uh, I took a look at his research. I learned about a lot about their, their therapeutic application, learned about all of the, their other studies, went to Germany, studied with, with, with Mucos, and since then I've been preaching systemic enzymes and what all they can do, and, and I can kind of hold my head up proud and say that most uh, when I started talking about systemic enzymes, there was one product on the U.S. market, just, just one. And now there are several hundred, probably, products on the U.S. market dealing with systemic enzymes. I have to say most of them don't work for various different reasons we can uh, talk about or cover some other time. But uh, of the ones that, that do, they, they work very well, and they, they, they do a whole bunch of stuff. And if you want to see the research on it, a lot of the stuff we're going to be talking about today and uh, stuff about systemic enzymes in, in general, you can go to enzymescience.com. There are almost 200 peer-reviewed journal-published studies on systemic enzyme research and everything from angiology to urology in application there. And if you want to hear uh, my, my lecture, Fighting the Things Most Likely to Kill Us, just type in that title in any search engine and you'll come upon my, my YouTube lecture on that. And that tells you all about what systemic enzymes do. 
Well, that, that that is great. I also want to put a plug in for your uh, YouTube channel, Dr. William Wong's oh, Essentials you. of Life and Wellness. And the reason I like it is, except for the one you just mentioned, which is almost an hour and hour and forty some minutes, the other ones are thirty minutes. You can listen yep. to them, you know, and 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 hear your your wisdom and your research and and move on. It, it they they are just great. That, that format, I love it. Thank you. All right, let's get Dr. Jerry back in here because I did introduce him and our audience does know him from, from being on the program for over two years with me. So, Dr. Jerry, why, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? And I, I just ha- then I want to have one more. Uh, uh, I, I want to interject something else about pandemics. And then let's talk about the politics of this virus and, and what we really think the end game is. Dr. Jerry. Well, uh, my background is I got involved with a study group of chiropractors back in 1982, and they opened up many, many horizons to the point where I start questioning everything and <clears throat> taking numerous, uh, you know, postgraduate courses in medicine, physical therapy, nutrition, chiropractic, cranial, and dental. And long story short, um, it took me 35 years to connect the dots, but the bottom line is anytime you get sick, there's an immune problem. That's your common denominator. And all this business of throwing darts at you with all fancy drugs and procedures, and they're not addressing the core issue, which is a weakened immune system. So that's where I'm coming from. But I just wanted to interject a very interesting observation that you had started on earlier about each election year had its own uh, virus attached to it. <clears throat> like you said, in 204, you had SARS, and 208, avian, 210, swine, <clears throat> excuse me, 210, uh, uh, MERS, 214, Ebola, and 216, uh, you had um, the, uh, I call it the uh, COVID 19. <laughs> COVID. But anyway, each of these viruses have a patent. And that, and I did research for a TV show recently. And my eyeballs sort of roll around like a slot machine. And not only are they patented, but like the HIV virus, for example, not only has a patent on the virus, but there's a patent on the cure. There's actually a patent on the cure. It's called Tetracel, and they renamed it Imucil. One injection will get rid of the HIV virus. So all this stuff is hidden. And, you, you know, I wrote a, a very scathing letter to both my congressmen Ask him, what's the deal? Why don't we hear this on the 11 o'clock news? You know, you hear all the other BS that you guys are spewing out there in Washington. Why don't you put out something positive? So that's where I'm coming from. The answers are out there. And I think one of the objectives of Dr. Ron and Dr. Wong and myself is we want to get the truth out there to wake you up so you don't get slaughtered. Right. The, the, the byline of this program, beside the title of being unfiltered and uncensored, and we will be that today, is we want to have you be the CEO of your own body. Learn how to critically think, question everything so that you can make good decisions about yourself. Because what's coming down the pike is not very pretty. Talking to my friends that, that are on boards of medical schools, not very pretty what's happening. Pharmacies, pharmacists taking over prescriptions, nurse practitioners being the uh, first line of defense, doctors relegated to, uh, you know, looking at a computer, I guess. I don't know. But if you don't have the information to take care of yourself, you're going to be left behind, ladies and gentlemen. 
And I often look at a quote that Albert Einstein said. He said, the difference between genius and stupidity, stupidity is that genius has its limits. So there's no... <laughs> Perfect. So we don't want to be a clueless person out here. All right. Now, I I have also, over the past five weeks, a gentleman also talked about another epidemic that nobody talks about, and that's medical destruction that causes 330,000 deaths per year. Okay? And nobody talks about it. 119,000 people die of of, uh, properly prescribed uh, drugs every year. I talk about the, the, uh, the book, Death by Modern Medicine, by Dr. Carolyn Dean. Okay, it, it, she talks about this industry that kills an enormous amount of people every year, you know, 225,000 plus a year. That is a real epidemic pandemic. Uh, and, and it's just incredible. And this has been going on and on and on. And nobody talks about medical errors. And, and the price that uh, our society pays for this. So if we want to get into a real epidemic and pandemic, we have to look at the third leading cause of death, which is Dr. Errors and medication. So with that being said, look, uh, the WHO, the, the modelings that we've been hearing about on, on uh, television every night, uh, the C, uh, Dr. Fauci's predictions, they have all been wrong. They have not been right any time. Uh, the WHO is compromised by an Ethiopian president who, in a, who has a sordid history. Now, do you, Jerry, can you bring any light to the WHO for our audience? Well, uh, yeah, basically they're funded by uh, Bill Gates and uh, his foundation. And uh, exactly. you know, recently, you know, the, I was watching a tribunal uh, where they were talking about the worldwide situation and the representative from Africa was literally saying that uh, we have no uh, coronavirus problem, but yet he got calls from his villages that uh, the Gates Foundation is mandating vaccination. And in one village, seven uh, young children died already as a result of his vaccination. So this guy is criminal. Um, He's forcing things on people that they don't need and uh, all for, uh, you know, monetary gain. And in fact, um, the Supreme Court of India is suing the Gates Foundation because he upped the polio schedule from five vaccines to 50, 50 vaccines before the age of five. And there's over 400 and I think 90 uh, paralyzed children that resulted from this craziness. Well, uh, look, it's been over 55 years since I've been in medical school and we never had a class on autism. Today, one in 30 children have, have not only autism, they have autism spectrum, spectrum disorder. There, there's a whole range of symptoms that, that these kids are experiencing. Uh, well, Dr. So, Ron, I, I mean, got to interject here because this is so damn important. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Okay, got some leaked information. There was an emergency meeting held by the WHO, the CDC, the FD, uh, FDA, and um, uh, another organization, NIH. Okay, why did they have this secret emergency meeting? Because the research showed that babies who got the hepatitis B vaccine, okay, within the first couple of days of birth, had 1,135% increase in developing autism. 
compared to a child that didn't have the, the vaccine. And their meeting was about how are we going to keep a lid on this information so the public doesn't find out. Wow. Wow. Well, Ken, uh, Robert F. Kennedy uh, Jr., Robert Kennedy Jr., has been coming out against Gates. I guess uh, he, he something got his into his crawl. Uh, and he's even come out against the CDC. And a recent article I just said, I think I sent to both you gentlemen, is that he claims the CDC owns patents on at least 57 different vaccines and profits of $4.1 billion per year in the vaccination sales. Holy cow. Well, and we've been me, saying this, that the CDC well, is a private organization. Yeah, well, Dr. Ron, they estimate by the year 2025 that the vaccine industry will reap within $100 billion a year by 2025. Wow. Wow. A year. Yes, a year. Wow. Well, the CDC, ladies and gentlemen, is a private organization. They're listed on, on Dun & Bradstreet, so that has to tell you something, okay? And they have applicable patents for the flu, the rotavirus, hepatitis, the pneumococcal disease, meningococcal disease, and I could go on and on and on. They have uh, aerosol delivery for vaccines. They have a patent on that. Uh, so... Don't tell me they're not beholding the big pharma. So they're there and they're a player in this so-called pandemic. Okay. They are a player. And so is the NIH and Dr. Fauci. And I don't know if you, you, you saw that uh, this, this virus probably is a chimera, which means it's an altered virus. And they were doing work on this in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. And this can be seen on a, on a video. Uh, what, what's that doctor's name? Dr. Jerry Butera. What's his name? Oh, uh, uh, Butar. Dr. Richard, Dr. Uh, Butar, yeah. Dr. Richard Butar. I mean, and they were working on it. The, the, our government shut them down. And what happened? According to Dr. Butar, Dr. Fauci took money from the NIH and sent it to the Wuhan lab in Wuhan, China, to continue the research on this virus. Now, yeah, 3.7 million. 3.7 million, I think it was. I think you're actually right. So there are, there's Dr. Shiva and ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know him, he's a PhD from MIT and has three other degrees from that uh, institution. Uh, he's calling for Fauci to be fired. Some people are call, uh, asking for him to be tried for war crimes. So, you know, he has uh, uh, a, a lot of things that he has to account for. And I think at one of the press conferences, I think our president said, you control $32 billion, billion dollars. He said, we have to look into that. Uh, so, and he is a player that has never been right. He has not been right on this uh, pandemic. He, he didn't call for the shutdown of our borders. He, did, uh, he didn't call for anything. And I want to ask either you, either Dr. Wong or Dr. Jerry, why this six-foot social spacing? Anybody know? Yeah, well, that's real simple. The Spy in the Sky satellite software, uh, the facial recognition, doesn't work when the crowds are close together. So the six-foot spacing between people enables your Spy in the Sky to recognize you. Absolutely right. You nail on the head because uh, aerosol from your sneeze can travel 
90 miles. So what's this six <laughs> feet going to do? I is mean, you know, real. Is that horizontally yeah, or vertical? Yes. I mean, are, are we even set up so that our rights can be limited? All right. You already see our constitutional rights have been limited. And as I said, Dr. Wong, I said our, our National Guard and our armed forces, I hope they don't have to uh, go against the oath we all took in the service that, to defend the Constitution. Uh, I pray for that. I pray they don't have to do that during this uh, so-called epidemic. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, going back a second to the crime to Bill Gates, he yeah. was convicted in the Filipino Supreme Court for having his vaccines there cause sterility in a million and a half women. Wow. I don't know what kind of fine he he paid. He obviously got out of of, of doing time. Uh, I don't know what else was involved, but that was back a number of years ago. Also, if you remember, uh, Dr. Fauci was indicted or uh, uh, for uh, or sued for uh, intellectual property theft because he had uh, stolen the the HIV research from the initial French researcher who first founded HTLV-1, the, 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 the HIV vi- virus. He had stolen his work. He had, he had plagiarized a good bit of it. Uh, he was uh, sued in uh, civil court, and I think he was indicted in a criminal action, but I can't find hide nor hair of whatever became of that indictment. It seems to have kind of disappeared into the nicked and mist. Yeah, I'm finding a lot of these articles that I have seen are just disappearing. In fact, Dr. Fauci was uh, his prede- uh, he defended his predecessor, Dr. Gallo, for that whole episode with AIDS and HIV. They were in it together, yep. and uh, that, yep. that has disappeared. So, uh, yep. you know, here's a guy that graduated medical school in 1966, and by 1968, he's working in the government. So it makes you want to think, huh? He has he has no no practice experience at all. None at all. None at all. But he's a, you know, but he did cause this country. The reason what got my crawl going, he caused this country, the greatest country in the world, to be shut down. Yes. Uh, so what's his? Think of all what, the mom and pop stores that will never open again. It's sad. It really is sad. It, it breaks my heart. I mean, uh, that what he caused this country to go through. And I read a letter that Dr. Jerry sent me about, and I've got it off my screen now, but they, they, these economists say, if we don't get this place up and running, we're going to have a 13-year depression. Yeah. And it, Let's and he, it on his advice. Yeah. Well, right, Dr. Jerry? Fauci would love to keep this place locked down till, till August, I heard. Yeah, I know. Well, you know, real big on the lockdown, whereas back in February, he didn't think any action was needed. Yeah, I know. He said, no, this is a normal flu. Go on with your regular life. Yeah. Hello. And uh, so we we really have a problem uh, uh, politically. There are certain people that, I don't know what you call deep deep staters or whatever, that are controlling the narrative because panic, fear and panic. They, 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 they have gripped everybody. I mean, I live in a community with uh, well-educated, well-off people, but they cannot think for themselves because they're so afraid of what's going to happen. I mean, they're walking around with gloves and hats and masks and, and, 
And we've been shut down for a month. We they don't even allow anybody in here. I mean, I go for a it's walk on the walking trails, and I, I, I look like uh, appear in the air somewhere. Oh yeah, I, it, it's just incredible what's happening. Uh, they, they're so afraid of this virus. Now, I'm, I'm not saying the virus isn't real. The, the, ladies and gentlemen, don't don't get me wrong. There, this is real. Go ahead, Dr. Jerry. Yeah, basically, last year during the flu season, eighty thousand people died. And there was no shutdown, no panic. Look, these people had an agenda. Back in 2005, baby Bush was on video and before Congress asking for, uh, I think it was $5 billion for funds to set up an uh, emergency program for a possible pandemic that may occur. In 2017, Fauci was captured on video saying a similar type of situation that, you know, we have to really plan for these things that we can have a pandemic in the, in the very near future. I mean, what do these guys have crystal balls? I call them Nostradamus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was at Georgetown university. He said that Fauci did. What did he yeah. know then? Of course. He this, Dr. Wong and Dr. Ron, this thing, the, the, the flu, okay, the, I call it the, con, the convoy, the 19. It's a, it's a narrative. Their ultimate goal was to put fear into the people and, and drive them up a wall so that they'll take the vaccine to get their driver's license, to get their flying papers, to get uh, go back to work. That was their agenda. Yeah. I agree with you. And, and, and this vaccine, we'll get into that. This vaccine, ladies and gentlemen, alters your, your, your genes. It gets into your genome. God, I think if you have more than three, three brain cells, you have to say no to this one, but we'll get into that. But the politics of this is there, you know, the WHO is corrupted. The CDC is corrupted. Big Pharma contributes to the CDC. I, there's a, there's a uh, uh, chart on, on my Facebook page. You know, with Eli Lilly, Merck, uh, Roche, uh, contributing to the CDC. Second, though, the biggest private contributor is the Gates Foundation. And ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Bill Gates never graduated from college. He, his parents bought the DOS for him, and then he sold it. So here's a guy that's a vaccine expert that never graduated from college. But he has an agenda, and that agenda could be population control. Okay, he, he's heavily involved with Planned Parenthood, so we have to well, watch he, this guy. Yeah, he admitted that on the TED Talk. They have him on video saying that uh, you know the vaccines are a very efficient way of uh, thinning the herd. Yeah, yep. terrific. I, you know, I thought we had vegetarianism to, to thin the herd. Now we got here helping us out. It's not working fast enough. It takes five not- generations to do that with vegetarianism. <laughs> And you know what, Dr. Wong, yeah, we've talked about vegetarianism being a religion, but so is this virus now a religion. People believe it. They believe anything they're told, but because it's bombarding them with 24 hours a day. It's almost like Saul Linsky wrote this script uh, because lies are believed 100 times faster than the truth. And they're just bombarding them with all this stuff. But ladies and gentlemen, that being said, you know, you must wash your hands. And while you're out washing your hands for 20 seconds, do wash your face. And, and for now, do that social distancing. You know, uh, it, it is for uh, probably the uh, end result is for facial recognition from the satellites. If you get your immune card that you have antibodies, uh, you'll be okay. But 
My take on it is you already have your immune card because you have the Constitution of the United States of America. So uh, exactly. that's why I'm hope right? Uh, that, that, that's my take on it. Uh, so we have a lot of corruptness, corruption, making decisions for us, ladies and gentlemen. Please so be aware of it. We have to remember it. that the number of people who are going to be out there trying to administer the evil vaccine to us all, trying to put the – actually trying to put the chip with the vaccine – into us, they're limited in number. We are not limited in number. And if we say, okay, I'll trade you. Here, I've got a gun in my hand. I get to put my shot into you first, and then you get to put your shot into me. Let's see who wins. If we do a trade off like that, we can trip their numbers down to nothing. <laughs> well, I'm, a, I'm just, that's why I say I'm afraid they're going to get our military involved in this, and that is a crime against humanity. It's, it's an absolute it crime. It is, but you know, either the, as 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 the war college teaches, it takes a thousand a thousand regular troops to suppress one guerrilla. So if only three percent, let's say there are only three percent of us in the entire country, thirty million of us that say no, how many troops and cops and docs and EMTs are they going to need to administer those vaccines? Three hundred million, three hundred billion. There ain't enough troops, cops. Docs, EMTs, or anybody else in the entire world, not enough uh, physician's assistance anywhere <laughs> to administer that number of vaccines or resist 30 million people saying no. 3%, that's all it takes to start well, you, it off with. Yeah, you put it in perspective, you know, the American Revolution was started by only 4% of our population. Exactly, yes. Right. So it's, <laughs> it's not... You don't need vast numbers. You don't need 50%. You just need a bunch of activists that, you know, know what the truth is. And, uh, you know, once you get this vaccine, when it starts messing with your DNA, you know, you, you'll never straighten yourself out. Thank you. Absolutely right. It hit the nail on the head. So we, we, we have to talk. That's why I'm, I went off script for this show today. We have to talk about this stuff because if we don't, uh, you know, uh, we will be the stupid ones and we will be like Martin Luther King said, I can just paraphrase what he said. He said, if you know something's wrong and you don't uh, speak out about it, you're, you're, the, you're the reason for, for it going wrong. So we know this stuff. We, we, the three of us read. We have friends that read and send us stuff. So we, we know that diagnostic testing for this does not even test for the virus. It tests for a virus, but doesn't test for whether you have a thousand of them, a million of them. Uh, this uh, PCR test, that when they stick that thing up your nose, that's another thing. When they stick that up your nose, they probably have your DNA. Now, are they saving that? Is that going into a data bank? I don't know. But I know this test is they have to find a particle. They have to amplify it. If they amplify it 27 times, it, nothing happens. If they amplify it 28 times, it becomes positive. If they amplify it close to 50, it gets negative. But over 50, it gets positive again. They can they can make they can make that test come out any way they want, and it's, it's, a, it's a very highly technical test. That, well, as you know, far as it, yeah, knowing that uh, the fact that the government's running it, you know it's got to be rigged. Uh, my uh, one of my best friends, his sister works for the mayor uh, of Robbinsville, New Jersey, and I'm going to put it right out there. And she basically told her brother every death that occurs in their county is labeled coronavirus uh, as a cause. So. These people are are rigging the statistics, and the other interesting thing is, um, I think uh, 
was it you, Dr. Ron, was telling me the uh, codes that they're using for the different therapies for coronavirus are bringing in big bucks. Yeah, I I, I did. There were I don't re- I don't have the the document in front of me, but the Medicare will reimburse hospitals an average of fourteen hundred dollars just for, for having COVID on the diagnosis. If they're COVID in the ICU, it's uh, uh, thirty nine grand. grand. Yeah. How how, how much? Thirty nine. Thirty nine grand. Thirty nine thousand. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that, especially if they have intubation, right? Yes. Is that rectal yeah, I mean, intubation? <laughs> <laughs> now that's only ozone. But I mean, there's a, there, 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 there's a money there's a money game with this, okay? And most of the deaths, like I I, I put up a cartoon of a guy jump, jumping out of a uh, an, air, an airplane. He wanted to go parachute jumping. He, the day before, he had a COVID test. He jumped out of the airplane. He forgot his parachute and died. His COVID test was positive. He was labeled a COVID death. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the extreme. But I mean, that's what's happening in Italy, where the the old, second oldest population in the world, people that were going to die anyway, but they had a positive test. They were they were labeled COVID deaths. So that's why it looks so bad. And I I don't know about either of you, but when I was in school, if you had antibodies toward a uh, any any particular bacteria, and you were, had a positive antibody test, you had immunity from that. Now they're also diagnosing it. They say, well, now you're exposed, you have it. I mean, they're having it both ways. So they can make these statistics go any which way they want. Exactly. You know, we've all worked in hospitals. You you take a test every, every few years, you get the, the coxie in one arm, you get the the uh, the uh, uh, what you would call it the uh, a TB in the other, or you get you get tested for your for for your uh, uh, titers your antibodies to to measles mumps rubella whatever else just to make sure that you're at whatever level they they want you at, and yes having the antibodies meant you were immune, you had either gotten the shot or you had gotten the disease and you were no longer susceptible to it, you weren't carrying it, you were just fine. Now they've turned that on their heads. But have you noticed this entire thing about, about herd immunity? They've turned herd immunity on its head. If you don't get the vaccine, then you're endangering everyone who did get the vaccine. Well, wait a minute. I'm, uh, I'm sorry. The reason to get the vaccine means you're not going to get the disease anymore. How can I be endangering you if you got the vaccine and I didn't? That, that means I can catch it, but you can't. <laughs> They're sort of admitting the vaccine is worthless. Yeah, and and if it already if 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 Bill Gates' anti-COVID vaccine has already killed seven kids in Senegal during initial phase of, of human testing, number one, that was an awfully fast animal phase of testing. I mean, usually lasts what five, ten years before they do yeah. human tests. So uh, they, if they've jumped right into human tests and they've already killed seven kids. That's an absolute screaming shame. It shows you the crap doesn't work. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to talk a little bit about that, uh, what, what Dr. Wong said, but I want to let you know, we are going to get on to the immune portion, but I, we, you have to know the politics behind this. We're going to, we will talk about how to uh, uh, strengthen your immune system. But uh, this, this vaccine, for every dollar invested by the pharmaceutical companies, is a $14 return. 
And because of the uh, laws passed by Congress, by, by first President Kennedy, and now in this recent uh, stimulus package, anybody producing vaccines cannot be sued that cannot be sued for side effects or death. There's no recourse. They are protected. And where a normal drug, as Dr. Wong said, may have five or 10 years to go through certain trials, a vaccine is, is immune from that. They can go right from the lab to a dog to a human in a year. Well, Dr. Ron, you have to realize, too, that there is a board that will pay for damages but it's our own government, and it's the taxpayers that are footing the bill for the darn thing. Exactly right. Yes, the vaccine companies don't pay a penny. That's right. Not a penny. Big pharma. So they they lose nothing. Bill Gates, his foundation, has invested heavily in these companies and the big pharma, so he makes out on the back end too. Yep. So what 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 did Aristotle say? He said. He worked it out that the fact uh, worked out the fact that the effect does not prove the cause. All right. Yes. And we have people affect now that are sick and dying, but ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't prove that COVID virus is the only cause. All right. It may offer clues or whatever. We could we can we can discuss that. Okay. But we we went right from the effect to the to the cause without discussing it and and even it could. It, discussing whether it could be optional causes. You know, we don't live in the cleanest world. We live in a polluted world. Our kids are, are poisoned. Our kids are fat. They are not healthy. They don't get outside. They don't, uh, all they do is be, they're, they're on their tablets. We have a, the, our longevity rate is decreasing in this country. Don't you think it could be something else, ladies and gentlemen, besides just the virus? You know, we used to think bacteria were bad, but now we know, you know, you, you have millions in your system. You need them to live. And you have more viruses in your body, you have trillions that, that help you to live every day. You know, they are not the bad guys. All right, so. Well, that was all proven years ago. I mean, the, that French uh, researcher, Bichamp, you know, had Bichamp, a big argument. Yeah, yeah Bichamp, about Louis Pasteur. And I think Pasteur finally went his death, but admitted that, that Bichamp was, was right. He said it's the, it's the environment. When you have a polluted environment, the healthy bacteria transmutate into pathogenic forms. Uh, Ro- uh, Royal Raymond Rife proved it back in the 30s. And uh, Gaston Nason's in the 70s up in Quebec proved all this stuff. So this monkey business that they're chasing the tail of the, of the, you know, the dog, it, the key is it's a polluted environment that's causing these viruses to take hold. It's too simple. That's the problem. Well, I mean, there's a list of things, Jerry. I mean, uh, so here I, I wrote this there. What are some of the causes that can induce general flu-like pneumonia-like symptoms that are called coronavirus? Well, the ordinary flu can. Pneumonia from bacteria, fungi, toxic air, TB, tuberculosis, allergies, 5G, which you'll talk about, toxic vaccination campaigns, toxic medical drugs, Okay, they're a person that's immobilized long-term in nursing homes for the elderly. Pesticides that we haven't even started to talk about, they're, they're associated with lung problems. Industrial poisonings, people who have slight or serious congestion are afraid they might have the virus, they show up at a hospital. Corporate chemical dumping, expired or, un- here's a one interesting one, expired and unrefrigerated medical drugs that are shipped to third world. 
So, you know, our African friends, that maybe they have a point. So, they, everybody is overeager to, 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 to diagnose this as, as a virus, and, it, and there are lots of other, other reasons for this for people to be sick. So, just to be sure, Fauci, CDC, NIH, WHO, and the Wuhan Biolab in Wuhan, China. And ladies and gentlemen, like every other thing, it is not the Chinese people. It's the Chinese government. The Chinese people, there's so many Chinese in gulags, and, and they're, uh, it, it's just, it's just, it's just uh, I can't even talk about it because I, I want to cry. They are persecuted. The Chinese people are good people. Uh, but we're talking about, when we say Chinese, we're talking about the Chinese government, the Chinese communist government, uh, where, where bodies are expendable as long as they well, get their control. Yeah, Dr. Run, you talk about persecution. How about Andrew Wakefield? Here's a researcher that said, I'm not against vaccines, but when you give three together, MMR, the aluminum content is so far above the EPA allowable level, and it's a neurotoxin. So what did they do? They forced the uh, British journal, Lancet, to retract his, his research because uh, he was telling the truth. And it turned out that there were like 32 independent researchers that corroborated his uh, positive findings. So they basically characterized him and destroyed him politically and professionally. Well, how, what did they do to Judy Mikovits? Exactly. In 1990, they threw her in jail and bankrupted her because she blew the whistle when they were growing the viruses on the chicken embryos. The retroviruses were being uh, imprinted into the uh, vaccine, and she was afraid that the public was going to get damaged. The CDC, the FDA, they knew it. They bankrupted her and threw her in jail because they didn't want the public to know because they wouldn't take the vaccines if they had that information. And that's where Fauci's name turns up again. He took the, 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 the manuscript from her and her co-researcher co, uh, and, des- and destroyed it, never made the paper. It just went away, and then, then he made sure she ended up in jail and discouraged her and uh, disparaged her. And she is a uh, celebrated yeah. Yeah, PhD virologist. Dr. Wong, you were going to say something. Actually, no. having a senior moment. <laughs> it slipped my mind. <laughs> okay, no problem. Have another. I'm, 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 I'm need a cup of coffee. <laughs> I've got one. <laughs> <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, this Wuhan area uh, had is one. Of, it was a is a contaminated uh, city that had a uh, hundred thousand pneumonia deaths a year before the virus even got out of the the lab there. And that's another thing. They're saying now this virus got out November, mid-November, and, they, and, they, and everybody was still traveling all around the world. They had the Chinese New Year, not, and, you know, and, and Fauci was just sitting back at that time. No wonder this thing. I could try to figure out how this thing spread so much. Well, there, there's one reason right there. It was discovered in, no, in November. The World Health, Health Organization is complicit in keeping all this information from the United States of America. So, well, the Chinese blocked uh, in-country flights, but all international flights, they, they let it wide open. And that's why I think yeah. it spread so fast, yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. But it's still letting flights from China come into England. 
No way. They've got their people locked down tight, but they're letting, I think, since this whole thing started, they've let 150,000 Chinese through. That's insane. Yeah. That's absolutely wow. insane. You know, uh, but Cambridge did a, a study. They tried to trace back where the virus exactly came from, and they've somehow got it back as far as last September, mm. and they've traced it back to a place by the Chinese uh, border with uh, Kazakhstan, and just as a as a coincidence, on the opposite side of the border from China in Kazakhstan is a biowarfare lab. Another one. Another one, yes. Right. I wonder how much the NIH gives that lab. I have no clue, but we could probably find out. Yeah, I mean, that would be a great question. Yep. So, ladies and gentlemen, are you getting the picture without going further and beat this this horse up? I mean, are you getting the picture of what's, what went on with this virus? Uh, if it is, you know, it is a virus and it does cause disease, but there's lots of other cofactors that we have to start considering because as Dr. Jerry said, there are, you know, most people in this country have a chronic disease. If you have chronic disease, you have chronic inflammation and mo most people are suffering from chronic diseases. Uh, uh, I have um, just a quote from the CDC. Most people living in the United States are suffering from one or more chronic diseases that the CDC has identified as putting people at increased risk. Wow, how about that? These chronic diseases include obesity, diabetes, liver, kidney, and cardiovascular disease. And we, got, we call them the metabolic disease. Respiratory diseases, including asthma, allergy, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, as well as autoimmune diseases like rheumatoid arthritis, multiple sclerosis, Crohn's disease, and lupus. All these diseases, ladies and gentlemen, involve the disruption of our immune function, resulting in inflammation. Okay, and what does that do to our body? It gives us a heightened response when the immune system gets an insult. Um, so, Dr. Jerry, uh, if we go, if we can make the jump uh, to maybe, and Dr. Wong, uh, what other what other insults to the body could could cause this uh, uh, the, these symptoms that that these these patients are experiencing that they're they're saying is only due to the virus? Could it be chemicals? Let's take that. How about glyphosate? It could easily be, be chemical. Anything that irritates the lungs will, well, will, will leave the lungs open to getting a bronchitis-like or an asthma-like condition. And the glyphosate causes leaky gut and leaky brain. So yep. there's your connection with the neurological issues and seizures and fainting and uh, high-altitude sickness-type problems. So with that chronic inflammation the toxins can't get the heck out. And then now everyone's wearing a mask and that restricts your, your volume of air that you're taking in. So that's another contribution to hypoxia. And the darn 5G is jiggling the electrons around um, to the point where they don't even attach to the hemoglobin. So, but it was Carl Sagan that made a very, very astute observation. He said, the universe is made up of electrons, protons, neutrons, and morons. <laughs> oh, you gotta send me that. One. 
But all kidding all right, aside, we, we, we want to we get to 5G because, you know, we if you look at the city of Wuhan, that is one area. They're the 5G capital of the world. And who, who, uh, that company, Highway or Huawei, or the, is integrally involved in this. That's yeah, just, I, would, I, I just want to yeah, give my, yeah, my right, two cents on, on the glyphosate. You know, it, Northern Italy and, and New York, right? Heavily hit. Well, there's a physician. Um, oh, my God. I have a mental note. Dr. Uh, uh, Sinet who's a specialist, a PhD in glyphosate. She said, you know, with all the jets now using biodiesel fuels, it is possible that the glyphosate from the fuels as these jets are taking off and landing around JFK and Newark and, and Turin and Milan up in the north of Italy are a contributing factor to the symptoms that these people are experiencing and especially this uh, uh, cytokine storm. So chemicals definitely can have a, a, a place in it. And Dr. Jerry and I did many shows on endocrine disrupting chemicals. It yeah. caused inflammation and decreased your immunity, right, Jerry? Yeah. And how about the good old dentists? With the uh, root canals, the toxic teeth, the mercury fillings, the fluoride, which suppresses your thyroid, the galvanic currents between the different metals in your mouth, the, you know, uh, alcohol mouthwash, 18%. I mean, just, you know, we don't even get the credit for killing a lot of people. That's really <laughs> upsetting. <laughs> so there's a lot of chronic diseases that could be influenced by lifestyle changes. <laughs> and don't get mercury in your teeth. Yeah, um, mercury, you know, li- literally mimics any d- medical disease, any medical disease. Wow. All right. So this virus, though, when it does get into your body and you have a weakened immune system, it does separate and, and fracture the hemoglobin, causing a lot of iron to, to circulate in your system, which is a, a pro-oxidant. And one theory is why the antimalarial drugs like chlorhydroxyquin work is because the, the parasite causes this, the same thing to the red blood cells. It causes them to, to not be able to carry oxygen. But the hydroxychloroquine straightens that out. So my reading and my talking to physicians in emergency rooms is this is not a breathing problem. It's an oxygen deprivation problem. So... Can 5G affect that, Jerry? Oh, absolutely. It uh, goofs up the... Uh, well, first of all, they say 98% of the air is affected by 5G. So you're, you're affecting the molecules of oxygen just floating around before you even breathe it in. Uh, the other interesting thing, the uh, 60 gigahertz, you know, vibrates um, at the same frequency that the oxygen molecule... So it doesn't even attach to the hemoglobin. So that's creating a major problem. Plus, the darn vibrational frequency opens up the cell membrane so the damn virus will get into your cell faster. Right. And I, re- I remember Dr. Sarah, oh, I can't remember her last name, the expert on mercury. She was the first one to point out to me that holding a cell phone up to your head opens up the brain, ba- brain blood-brain barrier and allows that mercury to get into your brain. So if, if, the, if the regular 2G, 3G, 4G can do it, 5G is, is on steroids. Absolutely. 
Does it have anything to do with oxygen then? It's, so it, it'll decrease the oxygen uh, from getting into the cell? Yeah, well, the bottom line is in the Peskin's uh, research with PEO solution, most of the people's cell membranes are plastic today because of the adulterated oils in our diet. So that in itself is an independent uh, hypoxic issue and it's not being dealt with. Right. So the way I'm looking at it is like an engineering look at it. The uh, immune system is our operating system. The cell membrane is our brain and we have to keep them healthy. So Dr. Dr. Wong's uh, Zymes is, is an integral part of my wife and I program and our family's program. And I'd like him to talk about how that influences this virus. Systemic enzymes work on viruses in a couple of different ways. First, and again, I, I will reference the research at, at enzymescience.com. They are uh, immune modulators. They're adaptogens. So if the immune system is cranked up too high as in an autoimmune condition, the systemic enzymes will downshift the immune system. If it's down too low, the uh, systemic enzymes will upshift the immune system and increase immunity. So that's the first effect. The second effect is much more direct. Both the lipase can act on the lipids that surround a virus and give it protection, and then the virus latches onto your DNA in the mitochondria via uh, uh, an exterior protein coating made of cysteine. Well, the proteolytic enzymes are specifically cysteine-cleaving enzymes. They eat cysteine. I chanced upon, back in 1999, I was looking up research on the therapeutic use of systemic enzymes, systemic proteolytic enzymes, and I chanced upon a piece from the Naval Research Office written by, I think it was a commander, on creating a wide-spectrum antiviral agent. And basically what the paper said is that you can't create an antivirus as fast as the viruses can mutate, so you have to take another approach. You've got to take the approach where you keep the virus from latching onto DNA and replicating because that's how it kills you. And if you can keep it from replicating, then it's no longer a danger. And they were using a superfied systemic enzyme blend as their, uh, as their wide-spectrum antiviral. I bookmarked the page. I went back to read it again. It turned out that they had misclassified it. All of a sudden, it was top secret, and they weren't letting me go in there <laughs> and even look at it anymore. I should, have, wow. I, should have, I should have copied it. I really should have. But uh, the, in eating the cysteine exterior protein coating of the virus, it reduces the viral load by keeping the virus from latching onto your DNA and replicating. Think of an hourglass. The more of the sand is at, at the top and belongs to you, the more you get to live. The more of the, whenever a virus takes over the DNA in your cell, that cell goes from being part of you to working for the virus and it's trying to kill you. So it's like the, cell, uh, the sand draining down to the bottom of, uh, of the hourglass. In keeping the virus from replicating, we're keeping more of the sand up at the top of the hourglass than we let it drift down to the bottom. Makes the sense. thing is that the, 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 the enzymes help to increase absorption. And one of the things 
uh, it helps to increase absorption of our minerals. And we've all heard of everyone's taking zinc now. Exactly. Both the enzymes and the uh, quinine medications and the tonic water, which has quinine in it, uh, all help the body to absorb zinc. And the quinine actually sinks the zinc into the cell mitochondria. And the zinc is antiviral. Real simple. The zinc also helps to keep the virus from being able to latch on to the, to the uh, DNA and replicate itself. So between all those different nutrient actions that the enzymes and the zinc have, we increase immunity. And that's how the zymescence helps to increase immunity and help in the fight against the virus by those different mechanisms and actions. And I have to say, just uh, zymescence is absolutely the most powerful systemic enzyme on the planet. Other folks' label specs look bigger than ours, but my challenge has always been if you've got inflammation, if you've got a fibrosis condition, take everyone else's systemic enzymes, save the zymescence for dead last, and then take one or two capsules of ours three times a day. You might be taking 30, 40, 50, 60 capsules or tablets of somebody else's enzymes, and it's helping a little bit, maybe not much. You take three to six of ours a day, take it for two months, and see which one actually helps. That's been my challenge. I've never had anyone tell me that mine didn't work. Well, just wow. on another interesting note, Dr. Wong, one of my patients had a blood pressure problems for over... 15 years uh, spiking up and down and uh, nobody could fix them. And after two weeks on the zymescence, it dissolved the way the micro, the fibrin in a microcapillary system and the blood pressure went back to normal. <laughs> Bravo. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yes. We've had many cases of that. Yes. Huh. Yes. Many reports of that. Well, that's I, it. I didn't want to touch on, uh, and it has n- nothing to do with enzymes. It's got to do with immunity and the government's war against immunity. And this is probably the first time anyone's going to hear this because I got this from a gal who knew the people involved. In 76, when Jimmy Carter was running for president, the pharmaceutical companies came up to him and said, look, we'll help to finance your campaign if you promise that once you become president, you will get rid of the smallpox vaccine. And he said, well, why? Well, we figured out that since the smallpox vaccine started being widespread, people haven't been getting as sick. They haven't been needing as many medications. They haven't been uh, att- uh, attending hospitals. They haven't been having procedures. They haven't been you know, as badly off as they used to be before the BCG, before the, the, the uh, smallpox vaccine became very widespread. And Carter took the money. He, within, I think, six months of becoming president, signed an executive order making smallpox vaccinations no longer needed, getting rid of the BCG jab, and basically uh, uh, getting rid of, 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 of the entire supply of it in the country. One of the things that's been noted in India where they still give the smallpox vaccination is that the folks who've had the vaccination may get the COVID, but they, it, the symptoms don't get bad. It might be a, a mild.
wild cold. It might not be anything at all. They have the highest survival rate of anybody in, in, in India who've gotten, who've been diagnosed with the COVID. And the, 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 the epidemiologists have, have done the work. They've figured it out. The highest survival rate they have are from the folks who've had the smallpox vaccination. Wow. So Carter got rid of that's how that's I you know I, that that's interesting because I by then I was out of uh, a family and pediatric practice so I wasn't worried about but he's the one that got rid of it. Yes, he did. Yes, he stuck, he's a politician. He stuck to his word. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He took money and did what he said he was going to do. Something something doesn't yes. compute there. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he he took money from from Big Pharma. If you don't do what Big Pharma wants you to do, you wind up dead. Wow. Wow. Well, that, 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 that's a great story. I, I'm going I'm to make a note of that. Uh, but I, I just want to get back also to Dr. Jerry and 5G. Dr. Jerry, you know, people are wearing masks. Doctor, I don't know whether they're wearing masks down there in Texas or not, uh, Dr. Wong. But I think anybody wearing masks here. All right. Well, you know, he, and Jerry just went over it. But I think it's important because this, there, when you have hypoxia, you have oxygen deprivation. That causes a whole bunch of symptoms by itself. You throw 5G onto it, okay, and you throw on a little allergy because down here in Florida where it is allergy season, you know, you're setting yourself up to look like you have a, a COVID, and you, and you probably and – you, and you don't. Would you agree with that, Dr. Jerry? Yeah, basically it's going to exacerbate the problems because anytime your oxygen level diminishes – then your your local immune systems all get suppressed, so yeah. it's one big cascade. It's almost back to Doctor Warburg, Otto Warburg. You know, if you have enough oxygen in your system, you don't get sick, you don't get cancer. Bingo. And uh, right, and that, and that's that's what I see with these masks. I see eighty five, ninety year old people going out for a walk in this beautiful area down here with these masks, and they're huffing and they're puffing, and I can't say anything, you know, because. Uh, I tell them to take off their mask and have a heart attack. It'd be my fault, but it would be a good time to go walk up to them with a with a pulse oximeter and see what their SAO two is. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. I do have one of them. That's a great you should idea. Get a hat. Dr. Ron, you should get a hat that says "Oxygen Police." <laughs> <laughs> oh God! All right, so guys, we we have to stay hydrated. We all agree on that. All right. We have to uh, wash our hands and face uh, 20 seconds. We agree on that. Yep. Now, I disagree on some of these sanitizers because I think, you know, you have a microbiome on your hands also, as you do in your mouth and your gut. And I think you have to preserve that. So I'm against a lot of that, uh, those sanitizers. Uh, anybody have any questions about that? No, no I think you remember right on that. Yeah, you have to keep this micro. We have to keep our good bacteria functioning. All right, how about and if vitamin D? you remember D? back to the late 60s, some of those hand sanitizers were actually causing genetic mutations in in uh, in uh, infants. Well, oh, that yeah. was the Pfizer The Pfizer hex, they used to rub on the baby's head to sanitize their scalp. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. And how about all the triclosan that caused uh, endocrine disruptions? And, and low testicular function. How about vitamin D, gentlemen? What do we think about that? Well, the 5G pre- prevents it from being uh, formed in the body. And 
guess what? You remember those Florida researchers that discovered the vaccines were laced with nagalase, that enzyme, and that also prevented the body from producing vitamin D. So suppressed immune system, you're going to get sicker. Yep. So do we recommend we recommend uh, our, our listeners take vitamin D if they cannot get into the sun? Yeah, yep. but just be careful. Uh, a lot of the vitamin D3 that's uh, out there on the marketplace is irradiated lanolin. So you really want to get uh, a mushroom product that's exposed to sunlight that converts the D2 to D3. It's so much healthier and more, much more effective. Okay. And I just throw a word in because I do. Uh, uh, I don't believe in sunscreens, and my skin is a little darker. I do supplement because dark-skinned people do not absorb as much vitamin D as uh, as as is possible. All right. So you should yeah. wear a burka. Then. You should wear a burka. <laughs> I read. <laughs> Uh, that's another that's another show. <laughs> All right. All right. So we have the standard things, or the washing, the vitamin D. How about vitamin C? Yes. Well, you know, Shiva spoke really, really at length about the vitamin C, high dose, mega doses, IV. Uh, I don't buy into that. Um, and the reason why I don't buy into it, there's numerous, um, you know, medical literature reports that taking mega doses of ascorbic acid, which is not really vitamin C. It's just the antioxidant fraction. It caused a lot of blood problems and uh, other medical problems. And it's, it was written in, you know, the medical journals before they became corrupted back in the 70s. So I have to believe them. So uh, I, I uh, sort of uh, still believe in Linus Pauling. He used ascorbic acid. So I do take that. What, what do you recommend our listeners take? Amylase. First of all, the ascorbic acid today is made from corn, corn syrup. So it's, you know, genetically modified. And also being a carbohydrate, you're going to increase insulin, which is going to increase systemic inflammation. So you're going to have to up your zymescence. But all kidding aside, um, see, these guys had tunnel vision. They were looking at the pharmacologic action of high doses of vitamin C, which is an, acts as an antihistamine. But Real vitamin C has other cofactors like the J factor, which increases oxygenation of your blood and tissues. You don't get that with ascorbic acid. So from my perspective, I would rather, I take 3,000 milligrams of uh, Indian gooseberry or, or amylase. And, um, you know, that'll help protect me. But I get all the other benefits. You know, the tyrosinase, the, near the, uh, the enzyme that's activated by the copper. See, ascorbic acid to me is a drug. Okay. And it makes your doctor and it makes your system acidic. So, but you you could you could how about the citrus and other forms of vitamin C? How can you, how do you recommend that to our audience? I believe that food based. I mean, that's why God intended us to eat. Uh, we, you know, they didn't intend us to eat Twinkies. You know, um, the key in the equation is that real food provides synergistic factors that we don't even know that exist. Um, and, and plus it's in a, a, a dose that the body can deal with, you know, like people taking a selenium. Well, selenium, you know, could kill you if you take a high dose. Uh, taking too much zinc, for example, can upset the uh, intestinal uh, microbiome and your clostridium, uh, was it difficile? I think it explodes when you take too much zinc. And, you know, people get a little bit crazy. They think a little bit's good, more is better. 
So to me, if it's taken in a food-based form, you have a less of a chance, I think, of overdosing. Okay, Dr. Wong, what are your yeah. thoughts? My problem with, with uh, getting stuff from, from food, if we had our own gardens the way Dr. Patricia Bragg has, where you, you walk out to your garden, you pick your fruit, and you know you eat it immediately, that's great. Most of the fruits and veggies we have, even in places like, like, like Whole Foods, we forget that there are seasons for everything. We expect there to be tomatoes and corn and, and, and oranges and stuff year-round. But when it's not in season here, that means it came from oh so many miles away in the southern hemisphere. Some of the stuff we're eating has been locked in cold storage for four months. What kind of nutrients do you have then? For example, uh, if, if, if we're talking enzymes, when you pick an orange from a tree that's 100% of the enzymes it has, put that orange on the top of a kitchen counter for 30 minutes, it has 50% of the enzymes. In 30 minutes, it'll reduce by another 50%. So it, you know, just like, just like the, uh, the uh, 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 medication dissipates, the enzymes dissipate. Uh, so the, the, we, 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 we have the same half-lives for, for uh, nutrients in fruit that has already been picked. So if this stuff has been in a concrete, basically, bunker, filled with argon gas in a deep freeze for four months, how much stuff is it still going to have in it? Good point. So is, is, is that's a reason to supplement. Is that basically what you're saying, correct? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we have D, we have C. Uh, how about low-dose melatonin, probiotics, prebiotics, and mushrooms? Uh, just so we can get through this uh, list that I made. What, what, what are our feelings about them? Melatonin? Any, yeah, definitely. Melatonin is very important. Anti-inflammatory. In Arizona. I'm sorry. It, what? Go ahead. No, go ahead, Dr. Wong. Okay. Uh, there's a doc in uh, actual, actually North Central Texas giving his patients 80 milligrams of melatonin a day, and within two days they started recovering from the COVID. He had so-called confirmed COVID cases. They started recovering. He cut their dose back to 40. They got sick again. So huh. the dose seems to be 80 and above for oh so many days for the duration of the disease, for the duration of the, of, 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 of the condition. And uh, then you can cut back. Uh, so and he's been having very good success. Uh, a lot of folks have been turning their, their, their noses up at him, but he's, he, he's doing well. Well, I mean, it is a, it is a potent anti-inflammatory. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. It's also a very potent antioxidant. Uh, melatonin is very – the body's most pot- uh, powerful antibiotic or antioxidant, right? Yep. Yeah, it is. It's, it's another reason to get out in the sun and get your vitamin D. There you go. All right. Well, that's why right. the animals are running around crazy now because they have more melatonin, so their sex drive goes up. I, I I told a friend of mine, because I'm older than both of you guys, I said, when I was a teenager, gas was cheap, but I was usually grounded, so I'm in the same situation right now. Gas is cheap, and I can't go out. <laughs> All right. I, I've been using cordyceps mushroom ever since we did that uh, program, Dr. Jerry. What, what's your feeling on, on mushrooms? Well, 
the bottom line is I never met a mushroom I didn't like. But <laughs> cordyceps, I I get it from Stanley Nye. He's my Qigong master. <clears throat> and he gets it from a pristine part of China. Ten, it's a 10,000 feet up, and the air is real clean out there. Uh, this stuff is Sunoco racing fuel. It increases uh, stamina, oxygenation of blood, increases your mitochondria function. It's an adaptogenic, so it modulates if something's overactive or underactive, and um, you know boosts your immune system, stimulates stem cells. Uh, I, I take it every day without without uh, uh, forgetting it because uh, it puts back good for your memory too, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it just you feel 21 again when you take this stuff because. You're energetic. Your mind's clear. You just have that sense of well-being. It's really phenomenal stuff. Oh, and it's also uh, off the record. It'll kill cancer in 65% of just taking the melatonin. I mean, the uh, cordyceps by itself. All right. So you didn't say that. I didn't say that. All right. <laughs> All right. So one thing that I like is probiotics, and I have a a, a, a tendency to, to like the spore biotics because I know they get through the uh, uh, gastric uh, acid and that they uh, they are recommended by Dr. Dietrich Klinghart and he's a guy that I follow a lot. Uh, so I, I'm a spore biotics person and I'm not saying it's the only thing out there, but I, I do like that because they help all the other bacteria. They, they sort of modulate like a zymesis does. They take care of the, the, the good ones. They get rid of the bad ones. And uh, so I've been using them in like a spore biotic product. How about you, Dr. Wong? 70% of the body's immunoglobins are created by the epithelial lining of the small intestine when properly colonized with good bacteria. So if we throw off the balance or if we have taken antibiotics for and not compensated for it, or if we've done anything to throw that off, that means the major portion of our immunoglobulins are not being made. So we need to colonize. And it takes 8 to 16 weeks. So uh, typically if someone's, someone's told me that, that they had to go on antibiotic therapy, we get them on the, the, the uh, probiotics on inulin to help feed the good bacteria on various uh, different types of uh, acidophilus and lactobacillus, especially the lactobacillus 4 genes, because that's acid, heat, and antibiotic proof. And then we, we, we feed this to them for 8 to 16 weeks, bring their uh, colonization back up, and bang, their immunity goes up. All right, so so you 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 like probiotics and 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 whether you're feeling uh, whether you have a problem or not, should should people take that as a part of their daily maintenance? You know, if it builds your immunity to the point where it's at its absolute best, yes, why not? It is a great preventative. Okay, Dr. Jerry. Yeah, well, the bottom line is just. Eating traditional, the, the sad American diet, you know, the standard American diet, you're getting antibiotics in your food, so that's going to disrupt your microbiome. I fell in love with um, this product called the Cocoon Drops. I, I had the good pleasure of meeting Dr. Robert um, Lyons over in the, in London uh, five months ago. I flew over and met with him. 
Um, this guy's an incredible researcher, and he came up with this uh, living probiotic. It, you take drops. It has 60 different uh, microorganisms in there, and uh, it's a living colony. And people who have, like, acid reflux and these problems, when you start to take this stuff, it just, uh, you know, d- dissolves away a lot of these medical problems. So um, there's a lot of probiotics. I mean, I use different ones. Uh, you know, Bravo from Switzerland, you know, has some really great components to it. It has GMAF in it, a glycoprotein macrophage activating factor, colostrum in it, and uh, it has 40 different microorganisms. You can make your own yogurt, uh, so it's, you know, not pasteurized, and that's exceptional. Well, we use another one called Prescriptacyst, which has, I think, 29 soil-based organisms. But when it all comes down to, I test each of my patients energetically because every supplement has an energy pattern to it. And everyone has an energy field, which is your aura. And I put that supplement into their aura, and I feel their cranial rhythm. If it remains balanced, I say it's good for them. If it distorts it, I don't use it. So that being said, I test my patients to see which is the best formula for their energetic field. Cool. Is there any generalization for, for our audience that you can make? Yeah, you, you definitely need to take a probiotic. And, and find one that's compatible with you. And I'll tell you, like, I used to get heartburn if I would eat certain foods like hot peppers. But since I've been taking this probiotic, this cocoon drops, I don't get heartburn anymore if I take hot peppers. So, And I know cayenne is really good for your circulation and all kinds yeah. of other factors. All right. So, all right. I, 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 ladies and gentlemen, I get you get the idea. Again, uh, you you got to be the CEO of your own body. There's some ideas out there for you uh, about probiotics. Uh, I have two other things that I don't know uh, whether I to recommend them or not, and that would be uh, elderberry and quercetin. Uh, Dr. Wong, do you have any any ideas on those two? And then Dr. Jerry. Uh, no, sorry, uh, I haven't used either one of them. I have no clinical experience you, with them. Yeah, Dr. I Jerry. Quercetin on a regular basis, I take it myself. It's a, a great anti-inflammatory. Um, so I can't, you know, I, again, I test everything. I just don't shotgun people anymore. And I even test myself before I take it. And it, it, as the situation changes, your body's requirements change. Uh, the elderberry, I have no experience with, so I can't really comment on that. Okay. Well, are, are there any supplements that our listeners should stop taking if they're diagnosed and have symptoms of the COVID-19? Yeah, fish oil. They should never take fish oil. It's all any, any, of the suppl- any of the supplements we just mentioned? No. Um, zinc, well, vitamin A. What's that? The, the zinc or anything we just mentioned. Oh, yeah, definitely. Zinc is important. I think another area that's being ignored is the liver. Uh, uh, curcumin uh, is very, very powerful. In fact, um, it's a great anti-inflammatory. It's also a strong antioxidant. And, um, you know, it helps clean up your blood. But even more importantly, it'll increase your the length of your telomeres in your healthy cells, and it decreases the telomeres in cancer cells. That's a great side effect. Cool. That is cool. Wow. Yes. Well, we, I use it, but I didn't know it, I, it, it was that good. Yep. All right. Also, so. Iron is very, very important, too. Because which see, one? Well, there's different forms. Again, I test. Uh, there's liposomal 
uh, glutathione, which, uh, you know, touts 100 times uh, more efficient in intracellular delivery. Um, again, I, I test, there's, you know, probably about four different glutathione products that I have on my shelf, and I see which one uh, matches the patient's energy pattern the best, and that's what I go with. But see, the, the liver needs glutathione to process the breakdown products of the chemicals that it pulls out of your blood. And, and the curcumin is also very, very important. So from my standpoint, if you start to knock off the uh, COVID virus and your liver can't process uh, the, the die-off, you're going to get sicker. So anytime I have a patient with any, you know, chronic-type illnesses, you got to clean the filter out first, your liver. And then you can go in and start, you know, getting your dio from your viruses or bacteria or fungi. So the curcumin and and a and a glutathione, glutathione. Okay. All right. All right. Um, any downside? Yeah, you get healthy, and some people don't have being healthy. <laughs> <laughs> Hospital can't make their units that way. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, we were we were introduced, Doctor Wong. I have to give you credit for it because I have two vials of ivermectin. I had not heard of that drug till you introduced me to it. Uh, can you give our listeners some idea about this drug? Sure. Ivermectin is a Japanese developed antiparasite medication. It has been labeled one of the, uh, uh, one of the uh, uh, world's most important medications. It has also uh, been credited with saving millions of human lives in the tropics. It takes the place of several different other medications. It can kill just about every parasite in existence in two doses. The first dose uh, is, is administered at the rate of uh, one cc per 100 pounds per 50 kilograms, and uh, up to half a cc for every 50 pounds above that, and then two weeks later to get the larvae, the eggs, or whatever else may be hatching, you do one other dose. Well, apparently, for the folks who have COVID, this stuff kills the COVID in 48 hours, one dose. And it's... it's <laughs> It's inexpensive as heck. It's about $27 and change for, I think, a 50 ml bottle. Yeah. You can treat the whole neighborhood. Well, I got to share. Exactly. Yeah, I got to share this wonderful story with you about that ivermectin after you educated me on it uh, a while back. I had a patient with uh, floaters in her eyes and low back pain, and I diagnosed Mm -hmm. uh, parasites. And after the second dose, she said the floaters in her back pain totally disappeared. Yep. Yeah. Parasites stop wow. eating her away. Yeah. Isn't that incredible? And, and and I'll tell you, I've been using it now for two years uh, on a prophylactic basis. There is, you don't even know you, ta- you take it, Dr. Wong. It's just... Uh, exactly, you yeah. Know, put, 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 put the, you know, I, I do have to draw, draw it up with a needle. Now, how do, how do most people take it? I mean, I, you know, I'm a physician, so I have a, syringes and needles. How, what, how do you recommend they get it out of the bottle? You know, take the, the, the top off? The, no, um, actually... Yeah. You know, just uh, when you go to the feed store to buy the the ivermectin, they usually sell syringes and needles in feed stores because okay. you've got to inject your animal somehow. Gotcha. So just draw it out with the with with the uh, syringe and and the needle, 
and then squirt it into any beverage. Gotcha. This is one of the few medications that, that actually works faster taken orally than than than, than injected. Yeah, orally. I, I do orally. Yeah, it's simple. All right, all right. So one other thing. So these are things, ladies and gentlemen, that you can do pro- proactively. Okay, the zinc, the probiotics, the ivermectin, the uh, vitamin D, the glutathione, uh, selenium. Uh, we have not t- touched on iodine, and we have not touched on things you want to avoid uh, during this pandemic, quote unquote pandemic or plandemic, as somebody or people are calling it. So, yes. so uh, iodine is uh, antiviral. Why do why do we tell people to take it? Well, it helps you know give the uh, thyroid what it needs to produce more thyroxin, which dictates your whole immunity of every cell of your body. So it helps our, our immune system through our thyroid gland. Yeah. It also helps kick off fluoride and uh, bromine and mercury from the receptor sites. Uh, you know, back in the sixties, they had iodine in the, uh, in the baked goods and then they took it out and then they brominated. Well, bromine is your thyroid. It's kind of crazy, you know? All right. Well, uh, Dr. Wong, I did some research, and you know there was no autoimmune diseases before 1900. Yep, I can't find it. But That's in 19, 19- they had manual, they had manual diseases. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't automatic yet. Yeah, they right. shift by hand. <laughs> That's right. Well, in, industrialization, you know, that, that 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 brought us a lot of disease and a lot of money to the pharmaceutical companies and to the medical organizations. Uh, 1910, that's when the foods were starting to be packaged and mass produced. 1910. It's also also the year that Rockefeller gave hundreds of thousands of dollars to get rid of homeopathy and natural uh, treatments. So, right. The it's a, FDA it's was founded in, in 1913. Three years later. What, what was that, Doctor Wong? The, the pure food, the poor, pure food and drug act, if I remember oh. correctly, was passed yeah. in 1913. Wow. That is so FDA. Yeah, there we go. So he, they they had a plan. They had a long term plan. These, well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, there there are some things you should avoid. Okay, besides stress and besides watching television 24-7 and getting getting depressed, Dr. Wong and Dr. Uh, Jerry already mentioned, uh, alluded to this sad American diet, which is loaded with sugar. Uh, Dr. Dr. Jerry, what's your feeling on this high fructose corn syrup? Well, it does a number on your liver. <laughs> that, that's your main filter. And if your filter's clogged, then the poisons just keep recirculating and build up in the different organs of your body. Yeah, and it's the number one cause they say of uh, non uh, fatty liver fatty uh, non mm, non fatty liver disease that, that cause liver tra- that, that the reason that, that you need uh, liver transplants high fructose corn syrup and it, it's got other names but uh, I, it escaped me right now what they're called but it's called other things besides fructose. Uh, Dr. Jerry, you mentioned to me about coffee. Now, I, I, I do like my coffee in the morning. What, what's your reason for recommending people reduce their coffee consumption? Well, when I was involved with Young uh, Essential Oils <clears throat> many years ago, what they discovered is that drinking one cup of coffee lowers the frequency of your body for three days. 
and you say, well, why is that important? Well, normally the body functions, I think, between um, 62 and 70 uh, megahertz. And when you get down to 58 uh, megahertz, you start to get uh, colds and flus. 55, you'll get you'll get a virus. When you get down to 42 megahertz, you get cancer. So anytime you're taking a medication or a toxin, uh, you know, or coffee, and you're lowering your frequency of your body, then you're setting yourself up for a disease. So why do centenarians all have a history of drinking coffee? Because they have nothing else to do. (laughs) (laughs) The Hawaiian Men's Health Survey, which was started in 73 with 9,000 Japanese, uh, Hawaiian men of Japanese ancestry, found that uh, of the folks who got dementia and Alzheimer's in their 60s, hardly any of them were coffee drinkers. The folks who made it into their 70s without dementia and Alzheimer's were all coffee drinkers. And there were very few folks among the coffee drinkers who got dementia or Alzheimer's when they did, it didn't hit them till late 70s, early 80s. The, uh, the, the, the nurses' health study with 18,000 nurses over 20 years found about the same thing. And they found that, amazingly, and no one can explain this, six to eight cups of coffee a day keeps diabetes away. They yeah, can't explain I mean, I... it. I, I, I can't explain it. I have no idea why. But that's one of the epidemiological findings. So. I I have to admit, I'm half Cuban. I love coffee. Couldn't exist without it. My driver's license says I'm not allowed to drive without at least two cups of coffee in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) So I I couldn't imagine life without coffee. But there there are, for for every pro-caffeine coffee study, there's a contra-caffeine coffee study, and we all just have to kind of figure out where we fall along the spectrum. Yeah, I, I think, think so. I think it, it has to do with genetics too, because there, there. I have study after study of nonagenarians and centenarians who, who, who are coffee drinkers, and nobody has a reason. Uh, so it, you know, it might be uh, genetic or, or uh, uh, based on your ethnicity. What, what were you going to say, Doctor Jerry? Yeah, I think it's because there's no constipation amongst coffee drinkers. <laughs> <laughs> That's an idea. <laughs> But all kidding aside, yeah, I mean, uh, what they found, too, is that if you take the essential oils like um, Idaho Blue Spruce, for example, I think vibrates at uh, 850 hertz. So if you breathe in the vapors of a high-frequency essential oil, it'll negate the effect of coffee. So, you know, it's not a big deal. It's just you have to know how to, you know, do an end run on it. Okay. All right. So we want to avoid junk food, sugar, fructose, packaged foods. You want to shop around the outside of your market, not down the aisle, up and down the aisles. You want to decrease your stress, correct? You want to uh, meditate. Turn off the Wi-Fi at night, too. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to get to that. And you're absolutely right. Turn off the Wi-Fi. But I, I, I added one thing to that since we talked last, Dr. Jerry. Turn off your printer. Because most printers are wireless, and they, they, they look for that signal all night long if you just turn off the Wi-Fi. Yep. Got to turn off your, your, your printer also. So I, I thoroughly agree with that. Uh, yep. just, but I just added that to my recommendations recently. 
And um, fluoride toothpaste. There you go. Yeah. Bingo. Yeah. Great point. And, 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 and we don't talk about the microbiome of the mouth, but that, that is so critical. Maybe just the, the remaining couple minutes here, Dr. Jerry, do you, you want to just tell our audience about what they should be doing uh, with the mouth hygiene? I, I, this past year, I've told them that their teeth are only, I think, 14% of their mouth. They should be brushing everything. What, what, you know, you're the expert. What do you think? Well, that's why I call it a toothbrush. It's from the West Virginia where they only have one tooth left. but yeah the mouth is basically uh the origin of 70 to 90 percent of your medical problems and uh the issue is it doesn't get enough attention from a medical perspective because they're just not aware uh you, you could do what i call an oral douche you know, you can take the probiotics and swish it around your mouth and re- replant the healthy bacteria in your mouth. But, you know, what's fascinating, um, the, the mercury fillings and all, that'll uh, suppress your bacterial uh, content. It really, actually, the ones that survive are a hell of a lot stronger. And you also have galvanic currents in the mouth between dissimilar metals, which I think goofs up the oral microbiome. But... Um, there's a lot of, you know, uh, infections in the mouth that are, you know, not showing up because they're underneath uh, leaky fillings in the mouth. And, uh, I mean, I had a patient that used to have bladder infections, you know, routinely. And then uh, when I removed an old uh, mercury filling that had residual infection underneath his uh, bladder problems, so they cleared up. So uh, the mouth is, has a tremendous impact on the total health of the human being. And, and another fascinating issue is that every structure in the mouth is drained by the lymphatic system, which is your sewage system, down through the thyroid, the thymus, and down to your heart. So any toxicity in the mouth is directly impacts on your immune system via your thyroid. All right, so uh, make sure you you brush without fluoride. What's your feeling about a mouthwash with hydrogen peroxide? Uh, Well, hydrogen peroxide is interesting. It'll denature the protein. So uh, you know, it's good to cleanse uh, bacteria and any infections. But to me, you want to use it like an alkaline type thing. If you take some baking soda in uh, warm water, uh, it helps to alkalize the mouth. And it helps reduce the, the uh, strep, uh, was it salivarius, that causes the uh, tooth decay. So, you know, more alkaline, the healthier you are. Okay. And one thing that uh, I, I, I I don't know why I forgot about is colloidal silver. Uh you know, I, I use it as a mouthwash and swallow it every night. Uh, it, it, it is one of my stables along with zymescence. Uh, I know Dr. Wong sometimes has some articles about the, the, the blue man, but you know, that, that guy was drinking a gallon a week, and, uh, and I did report on his autopsy findings. His autopsy was perfect. He had no problems. His damn skin was blue. You know, he, he did turn blue. And he did it for uh, you know, commercial reasons, but uh, ionic chlor- uh, uh, colloidal silver is part of my uh, uh, regimen. And I do uh, aerosolize uh, colloidal silver and hydrogen peroxide when I come in uh, out, uh, from from travels. Uh, so I don't know how you guys feel about it, but that that that's that's what I do. Nebulizing well, uh, silver is wonderful. Yeah, and you can actually make it yourself. You, you were. We had that uh, guest one year uh, years ago that uh, Phil Schaefer. 
Yeah, Schaefer did. Yeah, the great little machine. You can make your own coital silver, and, and it's very powerful. But I want to share with you a, a product. I, I'm into this whole arena of uh, vibrationally infused uh, products, and we have this one that works really, really well. It's called Vanish, and it has a ton of uh, antioxidants in there and nutrients, all on the vibrational level. And, uh, you know, when I would do a lot of flying, you just spray it in your mouth. Or if you feel a sore throat coming on, you know, three, four sprays in your mouth. And usually within 24 hours, it's all gone. Uh, I think this is a whole new uh, frontier in medicine that has to be explored because it's all about the frequencies. And the the greater the frequencies in the body, the healthier you are. And, and, you know, I applied this. We had a, a young girl who was literally bouncing off the wall, seven years old. And she wouldn't eat. She wouldn't go to school. She kept crying all the time. Turned out she had an underactive thyroid, and she wouldn't swallow any pills. So I came up with a regime of all these different supplements, and I had my technician imprint the frequency of all the vitamins into water. And the mother gave her 10 drops three times a day. Well, in six weeks, the child was like normal. So I know darn well that the frequency, like the vitamin that you take is a carrier. The food you eat is a carrier. The um, uh, electronic equipment, uh, you know, provides frequencies uh, through the airwaves. They're all carriers. So why not put the frequency into a liquid? And that's what my uh, Tesla energy card is all about. You can imprint any bottle of water that you're drinking with uh, healing frequencies, and it works. It's too simple. That's the problem. Exactly. Exactly. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we've been talking to Dr. William Wong. Dr. Wong's essential. It's just a, uh, he's a wealth of knowledge. Go to his YouTube site. You'll love his 30-minute dissertations. They're excellent. Uh, Dr. Jerry Smith, uh, naturopathic healer, ICNR.com, ICNR.com. Lots of great patient testimonials on his site. And he has on his site his interview with Dr. Shiva, uh, that, that, and that that was really good. Uh, I, we have, if you have a couple minutes, there's a few people I think may want to ask some questions, and then we could call it a day. Is, is that okay with you? Sure. Yep. yep. Doctor John, do you have any questions? No, 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 thank you. Okay, I thought you were blinking. Okay. Um, this is uh, Sue from Philadelphia. Any questions for the doctors? Um, no, not really. I've been ju- taking notes, so I'll probably have a lot I'm going to ask you later. Okay. We will, we'll be here same time, same same station. Uh, and I don't know who this is because I don't have their name. Uh, area caller 610, uh, last four numbers, 188-1887. Any questions? I guess not. And... Uh, we'll just leave the rest. Look, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, with two great guests with a lot of information, both political and preventative for this COVID-19 uh, situation that we're experiencing. There's a lot of information out there. I had, I want you, and I hope that you have the uh, willpower to go out there and investigate for yourself. Uh, check Dr. Wong's website out. Check Dr. Jerry Smith's website out. There will be a transcript of this program if you want it. Uh, just uh, send me an email at docronradio at gmail.com, docronradio at gmail.com. This will also be on my YouTube uh, site. It's kind of, this will be a kind of a long one, though. It'll be like one hour and 50 minutes. That's called Dr. Ron Unfiltered Uncensored on YouTube. 
I'll post some stuff on Facebook, Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. But I want to thank uh, our, our esteemed guests. And this is something that had to be said, a little controversial in the beginning, I'm sure. Uh, but the advice to uh, take care of yourself, don't eat junk food, take some supplements. And and a great point by Dr. Wong, uh, uh, you know, the, the, you think you're eating uh, naturally and this stuff maybe kind of comes from Peru, who don't know, who knows where. It's been on boats and ships and, and freezers and what have you. Uh, the supplements recommended by Dr. Uh, Jerry Smith. I know if you're a patient of his, you're going to get expert uh, advice on supplements. But you know, you 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 know, sometimes you have to deal with what you have. So you know, you can take the glutathione, the vitamin C, the vitamin D. Just get a good brand, uh, one that's liposomal if you can, uh, and uh, stay well hydrated. Wash your hands. Adhere to social distancing so the satellites can pick you up and identify you for <laughs> facial. Airplane. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you don't have to get tested for COVID, if you have no symptoms, I, my personal recommendation is don't go just to go get the test. You'll be in a database someplace and there's no need for Amen. that. Right. And I'm, I'm just so upset with our medical profession asking you when you go for a physical, do you own a gun? None of your business, my friend. Okay. Uh, well, just remember, don't forget to bring your nine millimeter when they go to vaccinate you, so you can set them straight. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> That's exactly, that 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 is the plan. So uh, they're my closing words, Doctor Wong, and then Doctor Jerry. Any closing words for for this audience? No, I just uh, appreciate you taking the opportunity to wake up the troops because uh, the ABC News is uh, feeding them a narrative that's. Uh, totally false and that's why uh, you know Trump keeps going after them as with their fake news and their lies and everything so you know I think we're a breath of fresh air Dr. Will you know first thank you for having me on board you two guys are super 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 docs super 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 distinguished human beings and I am honored to be on the air with you Uh, God bless you Uh, thank you we can say the same thing, and we can say I can say equalmente, my friend. Uh, it goes both ways. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to, a, I think, a great uh, 51 hour or so minutes. Uh, you're not going to get this information in any other place except from people like Dr. Jerry, Dr. Wong, and myself, who uh, just put ourselves out there. And this doesn't come easy. We all do our homework. Dr. Wong puts out a, a, an email blast every day with Tremendous amount of of of, of, uh, of uh, links and and comments that we all take time to read, and you know you don't believe everything you read, you, you but it gives you uh, the ability to make some critical decisions in your life. So, with that, uh, I'm going to sign off, and uh, uh, we'll see you all again next week. We have a I don't have a Freddie Cooper. Uh, since you've been on, uh, Dr. Wong, uh, a good friend of mine who used to play with B.B. King wrote the introduction cool. to this program. And it's just a great, great introduction. He's presently working on the uh, ending, but we're using a, an ending now from a little jazz group in Philadelphia called The Blues. So we're going to sign out with that. And thank you, everybody. God bless you. Have a good week. Stay safe. Keep washing. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored with your host, Dr. Ron. We are here each and every week. 
Thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule. We bring you medical news that you can use. Medical news that's up to date on drug reactions and interpretation of medical articles. We also have some great guests scheduled. Thank you again. Have a great week. Listen to us on Apple, Alexa, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Stitcher. Ciao.